0: knew pushing a button and talking could be so hard. Regenerative Reform with Farmer Tackett. I'm your host, Jeremy Tackett. Talking to you on this evening, January 1st, on this new year, 2021. After an evening of doing farm chores on a new regenerative project in Boxford, Massachusetts. In these past years, I have been a medical marijuana grower and caregiver. I have obtained, with partners, a research and development hemp growing license. I have started small farms in El Paso County, one which is certified biodynamic, another which is a living, active classroom for a local school, another where I taught and developed a curriculum of agricultural arts from grades kindergarten through eighth grade, Having put together and hosted workshops across the country, now, finally, practicing a little bit of creative discipline, stepping into an awkward place, I'm trying to find comfort. I'm trying to catalog in a living way some of my thoughts, experiences, and curiosities. Thank you for joining Regenerative Reform. This is Episode 1, The Path to the Path. Just getting to this moment has been so trying. Uh, Settling on a podcast, first of all, would be the beginning of this trying experience, this challenging, creative experience. Years ago, I thought I wanted to write a book uh, about the path to the path regarding the influence that agriculture and cannabis has had on me in helping me find this life that I love so much and value right now. A book didn't seem right to me. I don't spend enough time writing. I don't spend enough time dictating into my phone all of my thoughts. The little bit that I have done, I've had some uh, small amount of success with and it's felt good. has helped in planning and preparations. Um, but publishing? Pages? Not yet. Maybe someday, though. A podcast, however. A podcast seemed like it could capture what excites me the most authenticity and vulnerability, Uh, humans revealing that they are indeed human. One of my favorite quotes that has come to me along this way is uh, from the playwright, the Roman playwright Terence. And it is somewhat, I am human and nothing human is alien to me. Mercy me. I tell you what, those words bring me great comfort. Uh, They increase my drive. They help me go develop uh, grit and gumption. They make me believe that not only am I capable of being my best self. Behaving in a holistic way. Serving other living things before myself. They also let me know that I'm capable of all sorts of nonsense. Hubris, uh, to be conceited, pompous. Um, You know, that covers the know-it-all air, you know, that I have had around me, or some might have perceived, throughout my life, I think. the podcast, if I don't interfere too much, if I ask myself, even while recording this right here, what's my comfort level with my degree of intervention? Do I want to cut and paste all the time? Or whatever it's called do i want to edit audio and snip it together because that last gym sounded so good and uh made me sound good or it was like really capturing the essence of whatever thought Uh, that sounds really nice but i'm pretty sure if we go on we're gonna have more of those experiences and we're gonna i'm gonna fumble um some of you might have already stopped listening obviously Um, Hopefully, the rest of you will stick with me till the end. You know, these are choppy waters, but it's gonna, we're gonna have some smooth sailing, friends. Um, I think if we just give it time, uh, enjoy, you know, the task at hand, then sooner or later, mm, the juice is gonna be worth the squeeze. The podcast has an opportunity. For it to be raw, yeah, for it to be real. And that excites me as a listener. When I, when I enjoy other podcasts, I don't dig the overproduction. Um, I don't dig uh, extensive amounts of advertisements. Um, but I understand why they're necessary to some degree. Like for instance this episode. Yep, yeah, there's still some in the cup is brought to you by coffee. Hmm. And also repetition. As this is, take 13 or something. <laughs> oh. So the path to the podcast. I don't know where this is gonna go. Um I don't, I'm not positive if it's going to be one a week, or more than that. I'm not positive that we'll go um, past one season. Um, however, I do have a layout of a dozen or so episodes that somewhat will give me the structure to help me express uh, my experiences, thoughts, curiosities, in a variety of ways around uh, opportunities, options as I see it, uh, to connect with self, surroundings and society, oftentimes all three at once, simultaneously, while making a contribution uh, to the whole and securing your place. Um, hmm. Period. Put a pin in it. Got to use the silence sometimes. Along with this podcast, the features that I'm using with Anchor. If you like it, have a question or a comment, you can send me an audio message. I can then respond to it on the next episode or even include your audio message in said episode there's also an opportunity if there's enough interest to go beyond this season and begin conversations extended conversations and sometimes interviews with people like say wildlife biologists city commissioners mmm Representatives of big oil, people who want to farm, people who do farm, and a whole bunch of other folks in between. Those are some of the things that I hope we experience here at Regenerative Reform. So many things have been made clear to me while doing the work, gathering that grit and gumption. I don't know how much I have. Uh, I don't know if that's, if I can measure that personally. That's really for others or a feeling. Or maybe it's a reminder to self that if you don't have enough, you can go out there and get it. Hmm, a choice. The reminder that we always have a choice to sit in silence. To listen to our minds. To ask ourselves why we're doing what we're doing. What we enjoy about it. And do we know what path we're on? Is that path in any way connected to nature or the environment or our living surroundings is my contribution to society uh fulfilling do i value it Uh, do others value it is it bringing you me peace These are many of the questions that have come up for me throughout the years. And the other thing that's come up throughout the years is that a lot of us, I can speak for myself here, at least, I myself had my senses dulled. I don't think anyone was behind it. I don't think anyone was trying to Uh, decrease my awareness to what's possible. I just think that at some point in my life I was comfortable, fulfilled with my basic pleasures and desires um, being granted. Mm, Richer, convenient food. Hmm... Tobacco and alcohol, entertainment, constant entertainment, entertainment at the push of a button, over consumerism. All of these things in some way, shape, or form, increased some sort of nonsensical, nonsensical, uh, competitive, consumer behavior, but it also decreased my creativity, my collaboration, and my connection to nature. I reckon a lot of people don't think of themselves as part of nature or having a place in nature's kingdom, the kingdom of nature, or in the environment. Uh, maybe a lot of people think that we're meant to live uh, separate from one another, in in boxes, in houses, um, removed from the environment without having our own uh, garden or, knowing the farm, where we're getting our food from them. Uh, having eaten meat our whole life, but have never seen a dead animal, never had blood on our hands and have never even uh, seen a, a butcher in action, let alone, uh, you know, a, a kill floor or uh, anyone harvest or kill livestock. With that comfort and that dulling of the senses, we believed that we were emancipated from nature. I'm not sure, I'm not, you know, I'm not positive. You know, I see a correlation and uh, who knows, who knows? But I'm I'm aware that, you know, there's that, the Garden of Eden story, right? And being kicked out, you know? And, ugh. Mercy. Um, Is that part of it? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, let's go somewhere else. We'll go somewhere else. Anyway, I think a lot of people feel disconnected from nature, right? I think a lot of people feel disconnected from society, and I definitely think a lot of people uh, are uncomfortable with themselves. I think a lot of people... uh, experience high amounts of anxiety and depression, uh, definitely pain, um, and are wondering what this is all for and what they're doing with their lives. Yeah? What's the purpose? And what am I doing? Yeah? Heavy questions. And if we don't approach those the wrong way, uh, gee golly, can they really get on top of us? And if we have an opportunity to avoid, you know, uh, processing those questions, those curiosities, um, and numbing them not only with, uh, entertainment and simple base f- pleasures like those, uh, rich foods and convenient foods I spoke of, but with different, uh, f- you know, different, any kind of drugs, um, you know, chemicals in general, you know, I, I specifically have experience and um, you know the good old uh, painkillers described for pain management and alcohol Uh, I overused both of those and I was in a cloud most of the time uh, uh, during the heavy use of those things and definitely disconnected from self yeah Yeah, so we have a lot of opportunities. And I think encouragement, some people would agree with me, encouragement to stay disconnected, to not create a lot, you know, to not collaborate a lot. You know, working with a lot of humans, that could be challenging, that could be troubling. Um, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I acknowledge these things happen. I'm just saying that, um, you know, like all things, There's a sliding scale or a spectrum, you know. There's some folks that um, think that we're supposed to control all of this, have dominion, uh, not care for it, not tend to it, not having an active hand in the living process of procuring our diet. Our food intake, our nutrient intake, uh, liquid, uh, plant, fungal, you know, mineral, you know, animal flesh, um, all of these things, most of us eat on a daily basis. And somehow, shape or form, uh, many of us have little to no connection. Most of us, our biggest connection is getting it off the shelf at a store that's it sometimes just through a window into another window into a moving vehicle i've done all of these things and i see the point of all of these things i will continue to use all of these things but we can slow down we can take a moment to ask how we want to proceed We can ponder some big questions going forward together. Where do we want our food to come from? What percentage are we comfortable with having a hand in? I mentioned before that I've, I've gone through many drive through windows. I've been through at two many grocery stores. More grocery stores than farmer markets, you know. <sighs> Probably not as many grocery stores as days on the farm now. So that's something that's going for me, but that's, you know. It's all relative in these cases. We don't know what we don't know. But once we get curious, once we get wise, we have a responsibility. I don't feel as though I have a responsibility to self to make this podcast. I do have a responsibility to self to step into an awkward space and seek comfort. To try to transform that space into something productive. To try to take something undesirable even if it's just a feeling and have it Feel nice. <laughs> the path to the path. Oh. Nowadays, I can talk about regenerative agriculture and biodynamics and a little bit of uh, Korean natural farming. I can mention old world peasant wisdom and cosmic curiosities how we approach the farm as an organism and when it's imbalanced we take care to prepare specific hmm, arrangements okay preparations like an old world herbalist taking into consideration not only the organism but the imbalance and we do so with Plants and animal byproducts and minerals, rocks, quartz crystal. We take these plants, or maybe we start with seeds, yeah, and we plant the seed knowing that we're going to use this plant as a preparation. We're going to take that preparation and we're going to put it into the ground and we're going to dig it up and we're going to put it into a compost heap and we're going to let that heap sit and chill and we're going to tend to it like a living being and meet its needs with air, with water and then we're going to distribute that mindfully to the plants that are then going to fuel us, fuel the soil, fuel the animals. It's a righteous way of life. I can and will talk about it for hours and hours. But not only did I not expect to be able to talk about this for hours and hours some years ago, I didn't think it would actually happen. I don't know where I was headed. For a while I said I wanted to be a model, but that was ridiculous. That was like a loud look at me. thought I'd be a Christian missionary for a minute. I, you know, I just, I dig spirit and I really like the feeling of uh, activating most, yeah, of the Christ-like values, yeah. But that didn't happen either. Heads up. Thought I might be a mead maker for a minute. Uh, good thing that didn't happen. Just cannabis or just a, just a cannabis activist. Just like a wannabe cannabis activist for a minute. Thought that was good, good, good possibility. Um, don't know what it was gonna end up as. Maybe I'd become some sort of suave lobbyist, I don't know. We probably need suave lobbyists. If you're a suave lobbyist, or not, even if you're just a lobbyist and you've got a connection with the FDA and you could help get uh, hemp passed as a legal ingredient for animal feed, I'd really appreciate your work. Um, Also, we interrupt this episode to tell you more about Coffee. Mm. Mm. It's bitter. Somehow I wound up being a farmer. I was always interested in nature. And it brought me great comfort to be to be where laying on the grass in the front yard of my grandparents at like three, four years old, yeah? Looking up at the clouds. Going behind their fence through the flower beds and into the prairie of Southwest Colorado Springs. Always having Pike's Peak in view. Huh. I really enjoyed walking the prairie looking for lizards and snakes even grasshoppers ants brought me great joy when I was young I did think about being marine biologist that seemed wicked adventurous though and you know whales anyway oh I wanted to be a chef for a minute um... that's a lot of work you know, everything's a lot of work, but chef, oof, a lot of work. Not a chef. But I always had... Great joy. Great joy whether it was just a little bit of grass, a tuft of grass, yeah, at the bottom of a tin wall, and my uh, warehouse barn-like school structure at the edge of the parking lot where the asphalt stopped. There'd be a little leafhopper or a ladybug or a roly-poly. I'd sit over there and, you know, zone out with the grass and the bugs. It was like maybe second, third grade. That was a good time, you know? I remember climbing the tree in the front yard, big pine tree, sap on my hands. That was a good time. Camping, fishing, fishing, you know? Hiking, those were all good times. That was that was adventure, you know. That was getting to know what was out there, you know. Banana slugs in Oregon, yeah, yeah. Toads in Minnesota, on the uh, farms and homesteads there, great times. Big toads, toads bigger like bigger than a softball. Toads, you know. All kinds of frogs and turtles. Intense amount of fishing, right? Baiting the hook. Cleaning the fish Eating the fish Those are good times Those are times I was connected You know, those are times that fueled me Like, if I went inside, I was like Yeah, let's go draw I'm gonna go get some of this imagination out um, I still watch plenty of cartoons Cartoons are cool And there's a place for cartoons, you know And other entertainment, you know But we need to make sure we're having fun Right? that we're making something happen, that we're creating something, that we're collaborating. That's something that I think we need to be doing, even if you're alone, uh, even if you're a little angry or upset, you know, no matter what it is, you know, even if, even if you just find yourself, right? Like in a room, um, talking into a microphone by yourself, pushing a button and recording your voice, only to delete it several times or to find out that you never recorded anything at all after talking for 32 minutes, you know? There's going to be some pitfalls, you know? Hmm. Some stumbles. Speaking of stumbles, I had one right around 4th grade puberty. (sighs) There was a turning point there where there was less nature and a whole lot of confusion and interest in, like, the teacher's daughter and um, the new high school girls from public school. Because I went to a small Christian school, right? There was like maybe 20 kids per, per class. And everyone from uh, preschool to the seniors were all in this one big building. So I had the pleasure of and, you know, um, the ability, you know, to be around, um, you know, females of all ages. Um, and... Just, con- just confusion came over me, and, uh, you know, discipline uh, left, you know, I think a lot of, like, uh, laziness and excuses. I was never one to compete for good grades. I was never a stellar student. I don't remember if my academic studies began failing in fourth grade, but in fifth grade, where I remember having a lot more crushes on, uh, again, high school girls, Um, in fifth grade, I remember having to be tutored by my teacher at his house and elsewhere. And I think it was because I was about to flunk. And I think it was because I was daydreaming too much. And it always, it wasn't always about ladybugs and leafhoppers. If, in turtles, if, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, then sixth grade happened. And there was like, there was potential first girlfriend, you know, uh, Yeah, so even more daydreaming Don't remember a lot of nature connection It it proves probably there Um, But again Just Confusion And uh, You know Hormones Most of you know what I'm talking about Crazy stuff being a human We are human Nothing human is alien to us Woohoo! So sixth grade, I flunked. Sixth grade, I just flunked. Had to go to summer school, and I didn't really get my act together after that. I didn't. I didn't. Um, I barely graduated high school. Um, you know, I never, <clears throat> I never really gave it my all. I gave it my all one time. This is my senior year This is after my sophomore year Where I had uh, experienced A traumatic injury During a football game And that led to Surgeries And uh, Pain medication And that led to a fun habit Um, Not not productive Rather degenerating If we can uh, You know Weigh on the title You know not a good not a good habit you know one that led the way to alcohol abuse as well but spirit spirit had been working in me right spirit had been filling me up that senior year i at this time i also wanted to be a missionary um for a minute you know it was it was a short minute but it lasted it was it was real you know for a minute um you know i wanted to serve something bigger than myself um And I'm sure there was a lot of other, like, uh, I don't know. Not, not, Not the best reasons. It was good I didn't do it, right? Yeah. But one time I gave it my all was for a persuasive speech for why marijuana should be legalized. There was an associate pastor there. He was a parent, it was another student. And I spoke for like five minutes. It was only five minutes, I think. But I got an A on that. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure I got an A. Um, And I had never been around it. I had seen like a commercial for Cheech and Chong on like the USA Network where it was going to be edited anyway, but it was never around me. I frowned on all that nonsense. Um, I was pretty sheltered, simple, and uh, afraid But at this point, I had been dulled and fogged up on painkillers and I had started abusing and drinking beer at an early age. And cannabis, thank goodness, seemed like a good idea. I gave it a small puff on a night when I was drinking anyway before that persuasion speech. I don't think I ever felt anything, but as you know, those cannabinoids attached to those receptors and we were bonded from then out. In all seriousness, it's sacred to me. In all seriousness, it was a gateway drug out of the darkness. I dropped pills for good in my early 20s. I stopped alcohol a few years ago. Cannabis is a renewable resource. It can give me, uh, help me with my joints and my brain with all those cool omega-3s and 6s, fatty acids, protein in the seed, can make a graphene-like structure in the herd. What's that, this isn't a hemp commercial? You're right. With using more cannabis, I wanted to research cannabis. I got magazines and books like I said earlier, I became a wannabe cannabis activist or, you know, pot activist. I wanted to grow it. I didn't want to break laws. I don't like that fear nonsense and I don't like the paranoia, but I wanted it. I wanted to be in the, in the, in the life. I wanted it to be a part of my world. I went to Amsterdam for 06 and 06 for the cannabis cup. There, I was able to meet other like minded individuals who treated treated it as a sacred plant, and they were also artists and pioneers. Stephen Gaskin was there, Alex Gray was there, elders throughout the community, renegade breeders, and so forth. After that, I became a medical marijuana-licensed grower and caregiver. In my cannabis research, I came along biodynamics. People in a vineyard in Northern California were burying different uh, pieces of different plants in horns during certain lunar phases, and then digging them up, and then putting them in compost or making teas and putting them on plants, and I was like, yes. Sign me up. I want to feel like an herbalist, a shaman, an alchemist, a chef, a healer, a farmer, all in once. And I'll be honest, I do. In a small way, I am capable. to bring balance in the surroundings that I'm living in. I've developed the curiosity on this path to wonder when I don't know where things belong. What another being's purpose is is to step back practice observation and to ponder where it could be needed, most utilized, most enjoyed, most valued, or honored. Whether that's poison ivy, bindweed, bittersweet, kudzu, there you go, that's one that people don't like, you know, potato beetle, storms, fires. All of these things have a purpose. All of these experiences have led me to this path where all life is connected through spirit. I don't know what it is, but I'm not an atheist because I feel something. It's the same feeling I felt when I was uh, a boy and teenager in Christian school. It's a feeling I've had in nature since before that and after. It's a feeling when thoughts are aligned, when thinking of loved ones or what I love in and of itself. And I believe that that flows through all all living things of all elements of all kingdoms of nature and while I am an omnivore and ingest things from all other kingdoms and my own I aim to do so mindfully I aim to do so consciously with the utmost awareness that I can develop with the utmost curiosity and reverence that I can muster. Gathering the grit and gumption that was sh- modeled before me. I am human and nothing human is able. <laughs> what was it? Huh? Take two? I am human and nothing human is alien to me. Mercy. Mercy. We are capable, everybody. We're capable of forming the right questions. We're capable of taking them out into nature, into our surroundings, into society, and most important, into self. Through our pondering, our rumination, our prayer, our meditation, through journaling, through wondering and dreaming, We have an opportunity to listen, to listen to our needs, to see how we could develop new connections with ourselves, our surroundings, society. Growing forward with regenerative reform, I hope to expand on the guiding principles that has got us here. I intend to express new living curiosities and challenges along the way. Like I said earlier, depending on demand, we'll go longer than one season with interviews and long-form conversations. In the meantime, if you have a comment, question, or would like to get involved, There is a way for you to leave me an audio message on the Anchor website. Again, this has been Regenerative Reform with Farmer Tackett. Episode 1, The Path to the Path. In all of my ways, may I acknowledge Earth, and Earth be my path. It is my will and desire for the contribution to be received by the entire organism in harmony, and for the balance of all beings. Rise up. Right on. Did you hear that? Did you hear that too? People want to know how it went they think so far, or that last minute sounded really good. Come back next week to see if there's more.